This episode of The Instance is brought to you by you and your generous support over at theinstance.net. Go there, click the support button, and find out what cool physical and digital rewards you can get every month by being a supporter of The Instance. That's at theinstance.net. They are no longer part of my horde! <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance. This is instance episode 571, and it is September 13th, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Patrick Beja in uh, Finland somewhere. How's it going? Yes. Hey. Yeah. Oh, oui, oui. Si. Oh, listen. Si. There's no. Tu dis bonjour? No. No. Oh my God. Wait a minute. His, how many languages does he already know? Tu vas voir maman? Oui. Oh my gosh, that's so weird to hear that. He is. You're killing me. I know. I know. It's weird. You're. We're all dying from cuteness. Good night, everybody. This is not my horde. Yes. Uh, Sorry, Patrick. Uh, me, yeah, the, the 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 little one ju- came into the room. Je je parle à internet. Je parle à Scott et Gareth. Yeah, we we we. Donc on dit au revoir. Sorry, he 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 now knows how to open doors. Uh-huh. Don't you dare so apologize for that. <laughs> you shouldn't apologize for that. That was amazing. So hold on a second. How uh what how many languages does he know now? Like as that his age, or does he understand? Uh, well, I mean, he's starting to speak French and Swedish. What? It's insane. Yeah. And there'll be English in there at some point, right? You're going to have some of that? Yeah. Okay. Of course. All right. <laughs> um, probably a little bit of Japanese in there. And then he's going to have to learn Finnish in school. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, it's going to uh, be fun for him. <laughs> well done. That's amazing. That's so cool. Multicultural boy knows how to open doors. Uh, it's good to have you here, <laughs> Patrick. Uh, also, Garrett Weinzerl, all the way from Florida. Hello, Garrett. Thank you for for inviting me back, Scott, on the show that I have a I'm 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 that's not a thing anymore. I don't know why I mentioned it. I'm just here now. Yeah, you're just here now. Now you're here. <laughs> I know it still feels weird, uh, but I will say it's nice. Uh, you're the only true hurricane in Florida right now, right? You're the, there's no more uh, uh, anything getting you all wet. <laughs> to say to say we got lucky uh, is putting it mildly. Okay, good. Yeah, we okay. really we really lucked out on this one. Okay, well I'm glad over there on the. Wait, East Coast, West Coast? No, you're on the east West Coast of Florida. I'm on the West Coast of Florida, yes. Yeah, near the taint. I, I have a sunset, not a sunrise. Yeah, you're near the taint. I get it. I know what's up. Uh, anyway, hey, because it looks like a penis, you know. What? That's <laughs> Florida. It looks like a big wiener. I, and so you got the, the you start to head toward uh, the uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas. Okay, That's let's, the taint. let's, or, or not, or let's talk about World of Warcraft. <laughs> I mean, if anything, it like maybe Arizona, because I, I, I really contend that Texas is the balls. Yeah, Texas is the balls of our country. <laughs> Did you know this, Patrick? We had anatomical uh, parts of our nation right. that we point to and say, look, here's I, the wiener. I, I did, and I do even more because uh, actually Sweden uh, is also shaped like a penis, uh, <laughs> and they're very unhappy about it. So, Which means to all of our listeners in California, you're the butt. That's right. Take that, California. You ass. All right, here's this, everybody. Are they doing I think they are. Who else would be over there? Who else would be the bum? That's true. That'd be it. And you know what the you know what the Hawaii is? Those are just like uh, bow daggets. Those are leftovers. 
Anyway, hey, check this out. We're getting right into it. We're going to talk about World of Warcraft today because that's been uh, heavy on my mind all week. And I'll tell you what, uh, part of that is because I'm out there grinding rep every day and for some reason enjoying it. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm playing Modern WoW like a fiend and uh, I, I don't know why. Every day I'm logging in, I'm doing all my... Uh, uh, emissary quests as well as just any that are out there. I am cleaning out the continents every day of world quests, trying to get that rep up and uh, doing everything else I can. Once in a while, I'll find a weird quest out in the middle of nowhere that I never did in the first place. And I'll just do that because I'm there. Uh, been trans so you're not doing the, ult anymore? Uh, sort of. Yeah, no, that's still happening. So I still have this. Uh, uh, my my uh, warrior that I started from fresh is now like 36 or something. Uh, so he's he's moving along. Uh, but this week was all GURP all the time. It was all just rep grind and me checking it out every day. So I don't have flying yet. I was uh, I had a big swath of, of time during, uh, well, previous to Classics launch where I was not getting in at all. So my, my rep grind and, you know, sort of prior Pathfinder achievement unlocking was not happening uh, very quickly. And so I'm kind of in that catch-up mode right now, which is sort of what I'm all about. So I'm excited about that because I have come to this conclusion during the week. And so, Garrett, this is a this is a bone to you a little bit. I'm throwing a bone to you. You have long said. Thank you for clearing that up. Najatar is the better zone, is what you've said, right? Yes. Then, Mechagon. And yes, I am. I'm, I'm prepared to say that I think if you are a if you're still limited to ground travel, Mechagon's a better zone for just getting in, doing the thing, and getting out. That rocket pack thing is also invaluable in there. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, if we're talking like strictly convenience. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Right, uh, but 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 I have other factors. I'm factoring into this. Right, your love of elves and all that bullshit that you like. <laughs> I was just gonna say my love of quests that don't suck. Oh, okay. So there's that. <laughs> uh, but then here's my feeling though. After spending enough time in both during the week, just sort of in and out of there, uh, I'm convinced the Najdatar would be a lot easier if I could fly. So I'm looking forward to uh, not easier just a better uh navigating zone because there's so much verticality to it there's so much twisty roads and weird directional stuff in that that i look forward to when i can fly over that zone normally i don't even care that much about flying but in this case i do look forward to that i think Naz- i think uh um gadget land what's it called mechagon gadget land uh mechagon is, like is, <laughs> it's not bad but uh, uh it is all a- hail king <laughs> inspector gadget <laughs> Lord, Lord of Gadgetland, uh, it's a fu- it's a much better ground navigation uh, zone and probably even better flying. But anyway, I uh, I've been doing all that and having a great time while again the predominant number of my friends are all cranking away in classic. And Garrett, you're still uh, where are you at? What do you what where, what level? What are you be doing? What are you where are you feeling? I am halfway to thirty three. Whoa, that's pretty good. Halfway to 33, uh, streamed this morning before the show. Uh, hit 31, am carrying into it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just stepped into Stranglethorn Vale. Mm. And you... I just died in that uh, northeasternmost cave that starts the, the mobs as you enter are 30, and then you take three steps in, and they're 36, mm-hmm. and they just end your life. Yeah, those are great. Those are a good memory of mine as well. But when you're in, yeah. when you're, have you done any of the hunter um, quest line stuff that's in uh, Stranglethorn yet? Like 
kill this many disappearing panthers and go now and oh then. that you're you're talking about nesting wary not hunter specific yeah, everyone yeah. gets to do that yeah that um, thing. yeah i did uh i knocked out the panther and the tiger the first part of the panther and the tiger quest just before this podcast uh, they are easy as hell if you're a hunter because like you just the, the you know what you do the best as a hunter in mm. classic wow scott the mm. best thing you can do is kill things you're mm. very good at killing things yeah that's true um, so i knocked them out really fast i still have part one of the raptor one to do but that's the only reason i didn't get that one finished is the raptors are nowhere near the panthers and the tigers that's a good point so, uh i just wanted to report to everybody that having spent some time in stranglethorn recently with a retail version of a new character uh that nesting stuff is still a pain in the ass just want to put that out there still it, it is i am uh, my, i'm currently resting back in iron forge because it's where my hearthstone was set so before i fly back to Stranglethorn, I'm going to get on the auction house and see what those damn pages are selling for because <laughs> ain't no one got time for that. Mm-hmm. This is all true. Uh, Patrick, what have you been doing this week? You've been playing that any of this stuff? Have you tried the, to go I, deeper or no? No, I'm still in Overwatch mode. Um, I, You know, I, I feel like uh, BFA is going to end up being kind of similar to Warlords for me where... I didn't play until the last patch or like even the, the last two or three months before the next expansion. Um, and then I play obsessively nonstop for two or three months and mm-hmm. level both my characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to be it. There's still a chance that I'll get sucked in. Uh, I don't know, maybe around BlizzCon when they announce the next expansion, I get excited about WoW again. But I'm there's just too much stuff to play and and it's not grabbing me in... in enough yeah i guess i remember specifically so, in the warlords era you did this very thing there was like this weird yeah. end of sort of end of expansion maybe we knew what the next expansion was we knew about legion then or something yeah oh well yeah it was just before legion launched right and i think that's somehow part of what grabbed me yeah um it's it, it was just knowing uh, maybe i even leveled my uh uh demon hunter at that point and that's kind of what, you know, made me jump back in. Um, but yeah. Well, I, uh, I, uh, I think it's fun or it's a fun experiment that the game with its launch of classic had three distinct impacts. For me, it did this weird thing where it said, Ooh, that was fun, but now I want to play modern. And then I did that. And a lot of players are like, emailing me going oh that's me too that's weird isn't it yes it's totally weird it's completely revitalized my love of the game uh in garrett's case classic he he dived headlong in like you are all in oh and we got to talk about this patrick seems to be the only person i t- or uh, garrett rather the only person i talked to who seems to know how to earn gold in the game at a decent <laughs> rate so why is that because everybody complains yep. i don't have any gold i don't have any gold and it does remind me of 2004 a little bit but you have somehow walked away with more gold than than everybody what is your what is your magic i, I feel you're, you're you're probably putting me on a, on a bit of a pedestal i'm sure there's listeners of this very program that have way more gold than i do uh but you, you just you just gotta work a little bit you gotta you gotta put a little extra time in mm-hmm. uh like grab a profession do what i you know uh, i'm a hunter so i have a quiver with arrows in it so i'm already down on bag space yeah. and i thought to myself scott you know how could i make this even more challenging for myself how could i hate my lack of bad bag space even more and the answer i came up with was having two gathering professions mm. and that's what i've done to myself <laughs> all right so that's awesome I am, 
constantly out of space in my bags, which means I'm constantly uh, sh- shipping the shit off to my warrior, mm-hmm. who is who I'm also I, I play in the evening sometimes with Katie. Uh, that's the character I have exclusively to level with my wife. Um, which means most of the time he's just parked getting rest by an auction house somewhere. So my 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 warrior has also become my bank alt. Uh, bank alts, so, remember those? So I am. Yeah, that, I'm. Uh, so my hunter is skinning and herbalism. So I'm constantly uh, skinning everything, and also. Uh, I feel like folks out there, I'm going to do myself a disservice, but I'm going to remind you that in Vanilla World of Warcraft, you can skin Worgen. They're oh. skinnable. Whoa. <laughs> really? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was out in Darkshire uh, at the beginning of or the end of last week, and there's a bunch of quests to go kill Worgen in the, the haunted towns out in Darkshire. And I get out there, and I'm not I'm not even kidding, guys. There were like 20 corpses of Worgen just laying there. Oh, my God. 20? Just there, <laughs> just waiting to be skinned. Because whoever killed them either didn't have skinning or didn't realize that you could skin Worgen in uh, classic. So think- I just, I spent an hour just skinning dead Worgen. Yeah. Because I was just like, this is too good. This is free money. Yeah. I can't walk away. I was just following course, these, these groups of people that were just committing genocide against the poor people of Worgen in mm. Darkshire. Mm. And I'm just taking their skin. I'm just following behind, cleaning up like some type of vulture. I had no idea wonderful. that you could do that. That's a whole village. Think of their families, the poor things, wondering where all those 20 yeah, uh, Worgen the, went. Those poor cursed beasts that want to rip your jugular out. Well, they all, they'll all respond eventually. Uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's interesting. Yeah, really, I don't remember that. I'm not doing all. anything crazy. Get Auctionator. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really user-friendly auction house add-on. And uh, for me, I'm, I know there's a lot of money to be made in endgame crafting professions, but I'm just not that interested in it right now. I don't want to put the time into research what, what I need to build in what order to level up correctly. What I, need, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I have just been gathering and selling. And, you, and so what, how much cash do you have on your dude right now? It's nothing crazy. I have like 25 gold. At See, that's moment. a lot of gold at that level, though. I remember that level, and I didn't have 25 gold. I know that. Like I wasn't even close. Oh, well, back in the day, neither did I. I had no right. idea what I was doing. Yeah. But but what I'm doing is taking the knowledge I have now and actually uh, utilizing it. <laughs> See, that's a, I really like that you. That's a great sentence to just quickly focus on. Uh, one of the benefits I think of players finding classic again and enjoying it again, as if for the first time, is that they do have uh, the intervening years that they experienced other parts of Warcraft that they maybe just didn't know at the beginning, whether that was profession. Uh, you know, being good at professions or proficient at those professions or how to use the auction house properly. Like all of that stuff is now baggage you can take back on that trip and go, oh, all right, well, now now that I know all this, uh, I'm going to be money bags, uh, Garrett, and have 25 gold when everyone else is struggling to keep three. Because uh, that's kind of where you're at, I think, compared to most players or a lot of other players. I think yeah, that's, that's yeah. really cool. I that's mean, the... the- Really, the big thing keeping me down is the cost of of new of new ranks of abilities for right. the, for the for the hunter. I mean, this is true. It doesn't matter if you're playing a hunter or anyone else. Like, yeah, ranks are expensive. It's expensive real fast mm-hmm. when you're leveling up your abilities. I would have a lot more if it wasn't for that. Um, the other thing I'm doing too is also I'm not buying every ability I can get when I can get it. Mm. Um, I'm ignoring things like eye of the beast because i don't need to see what my past sees i don't care that's mm-hmm. a waste of silver mm-hmm. uh i don't remember what the other aspect for hunter is that makes you untrackable but i'm not pvping and even if i was i'm not even sure how how much how it's really worth it to even spend any time being untrackable it seems 
So there's, it, I'm, I'm keeping up like, you know, my arcane shot. Mm-hmm. I, I, every time there's a new one, I buy it. My serpent sting, like my base abilities, I'm constantly upgrading them, but I'm skipping all of the uh, kind of extraneous stuff that I don't need. You don't need it now anyway. I mean, later, later those things will benefit you. Misdirection is good, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, it's an yeah. aspect of nature is the one where they can't track you, I think. I think you might be right. I think so. That's all different. I don't know because I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just aspect, I'm aspect of the hawk all the time. No, see, this the only is, time I'm, this, I'm not aspect of the hawk. I'm an aspect of the cheetah because I'm running. Right. This so. is good. Oh, yeah. Cheetah used to be a permanent buff. That's right. It feels amazing in the context of classic because you don't have yeah. a mount yet. So a 30% run speed increase is insane once you get it. Yeah. Is and that, then I'm also Beastmaster, so now it's up to a 36% run speed increase. Yeah. Like it, 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 I remember thinking about it like, oh, that's nothing. And but but again, like when you're in it, when you're in this world and that's the way it is, it it feels like a huge difference. Well, first, your first mount is only 30. So you're actually running faster than mounted characters. 60%. Slightly. Yeah. Oh, is it 60 for a first mount? So well, your first mount is, is 60. Oh, I thought it was a 30 buff. Okay. No, no, that would no. make sense. Mo- Why would they make I, you run faster than an expensive mount someone else had to earn or whatever? Yeah, I believe most of the permanent move speed increase things in vanilla were 30%. Like, I think that's the same speed increase for like a druid travel form. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. Um, now yeah. they've got that you know, that deer and it's it's just straight up mount speed. Yeah, that but deer is awesome. I love that. Pretty deer. sure in classic druids also run at a 30% increased movement speed when they're in their, uh, their it's like a cheetah form for them back in vanilla. Yeah. Now, now that you're this far along and you're hanging out in Stranglethorn, still have eyes on the uh, end game prize. You still want to run Molten Core and that kind of stuff. I do. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to get there eventually. Uh, my my biggest issue right now is that uh, no one uh, that I play with plays when I play. Mm. I'm up early Eastern time grinding away, and most of the people I play on Pega with are uh, West Coasters oh, in that, the evening. Yeah, that's so true. I'm having. A, I'm I'm hitting a social wall. At the moment, so if anyone is listening and you're your alliance side on Peggle, uh, tweet at me at Garrett Art. I need morning friends. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they didn't all bail yesterday. See, on the 11th through the 16th, we have news about this in a minute, but there was a big uh, open chance to freely move between servers again to help elite yeah, queues and, and stuff. Yeah, Peggle was one of them. So we shall see. Uh, what's your name on Peggle? They're asking you in know, the chat. Uh, Saint Jimmy. Saint Jimmy. Spelled correctly. All right. Not a shortening, not ST period, but Saint. No, um, original vanilla, I had one M in Jimmy, but I have two M's now because hooray for my wife getting through for name reservations. Nice. I didn't get through. There you go, chat. That's it right there. They got it. Yeah, smush potatoes, correct. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, but Garrett, or, sorry, Patrick, you were going to say something. Cut you off there. Yeah, I, I just wanted to mention about uh, making money. There is also the option of actually playing the auction house. Um, I used to do that so much back in the day and made a lot of money that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and since we're on, you know, a classic memory trip, I remember my first big play on the auction house, which is probably what you should do. You should like buy small things and make a little bit of money on a lot of things. But I found a blue a sword i was about level 40 or something like that and i found a blue sword i can't remember which one it was which was terribly horribly priced uh, at the auction house it was maybe 30 gold or 20 gold and i bought it immediately and put it up for 100 gold and i actually sent my friends the message like that i i had bought it and that i thought it would go because it was such a good weapon for such a low price 
and they were i had to go out at some point unfortunately you know sometimes you had to even when you were playing wow back in the day uh so i forced i i got forced to go out of my house but they were checking the auction house to see it if it was still there and i got a message on like i don't know a, a my razor at the time my motorola <laughs> razor old phone wow um and they were like oh i think you you know it might have been sold i don't see it anymore and like oh my god maybe i'm gonna have a hundred gold it's gonna be crazy and i did and it was like one of the best things that ever happened in my entire life it feels like um, early early on and when you were calling into the show and making recommendations for mods and add-ons it feels like auction stuff was pretty heavy yes. in your rotation at the time oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah i was i was a big auction person until maybe mists and at that point i kind of gave up because you have to invest like an hour a day plus three hours once a week or something like that mm -hmm. it's a significant time investment the, the, uh, the first big play i made in classic was buying 37 murloc eyes for one copper less than they sell the vendors for on on the Jeez. auction house i, I saw them because i had a bunch of my bags and i go to sell them and my my add-on tells me well this is the lowest price and i'm like that's a copper less than they sell the vendor why would you put it up yeah, on the auction house i'm just gonna do the world a service and get rid of this junk <laughs> and, and re like reach an equilibrium once again on the auction house uh right. but you're absolutely right if you keep an eye on that kind of stuff and that and that's why i like auctionator so much because it's it's really user friendly because um, I tried using I think auctioneer back in the day. I hate that add on. Yeah, I, don't I think love it, it is the most obtuse thing on earth. I have no idea how to use it. If I was going to spend the time learning how to use that, I would go learn how to play the actual stock market because it confuses the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, if you're going to yeah, you're going to put, yeah, put in that work, you may as well go make real money, I guess. But um, yeah, that thing. Yeah, it's a good recommendation. Also, funny enough, I also was for not forced. I decided to use a, a bit more. Uh, auction house this week and it was because my bags were full of um hippo leather or leather i'd i'd get I'd, I'd i'd pulled off a bunch of dead hippos because there was a big i don't know what happened there was a big fight out in the middle of nowhere and everybody was leaving dead hippos everywhere kind of like your worgen so i went and just skinned all these hippos yep. and ended up with stacks of hippo uh leather <laughs> or leather that uh, it's all the same leather from everything these days but i got all that stuff and put it in stacks went to the auction house Normally I might vendor it because I don't care. I don't do, I don't, I'm, I don't know if this is a thing everyone remembers or not, but I have, at least on this show, famously never been into professions. Don't like them, not interested, not really my, my jam. So usually I'll just vendor the stuff uh, out of convenience. But in this case, I'm like, you know what? I got to go to Orgrimmar anyway. Crazy person. I know it's dumb, but <laughs> what are you doing? It's dumb. I admit <laughs> it. It's dumb. Uh, but I always just had enough money. Like right now I've got, I don't know, 500,000 gold or something. And it's just sitting there so i never need money so anyway i go into uh the place and i just think i wonder if somebody for a stack of 200 of this you know just standard leather there's nothing special about it that it seems to be going for like 300 400 gold on the thing i wonder if someone would just pay ten thousand buyout for it and so i was just gonna wing it and then i thought later i'd get a mail saying oh this didn't sell here you go put it back in your bag Somebody paid 10 grand for it and within about six minutes after I posted it. No idea why. 
But I got ten grand for a stack of leather. It was amazing. I'm gonna chalk this up to you sold it on GURP and someone was a fan and they're like, Yeah, <laughs> maybe, why not? <laughs> maybe. That's entirely possible. But uh, That's what I'm gonna chalk it up to. Yeah. Uh, that or you got your prices wrong and you actually priced it well. I, <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't believe it. I, I put ten thousand dollars in there. Leather's going for. And that thing uh, that thing just farted out immediately and I went, Are you kidding me? And I couldn't believe I got yeah. that kind of cash for it. So I'm not saying that'll so, happen twice. But it was still. So I've been good. playing. Um, I mean, I've been playing World of Warcraft since 2005. I was a year late to the party. Mm. Uh, this is the first time in Classic that I have ever done leatherworking. Mm. Or not leatherworking, skinning. Yeah. I've never done skinning before. I think my original, my OG hunter is a minor engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, it just synergizes so well. It's just it's ridiculous. There's like mm-hmm. no reason not to do it if you're a hunter. You're oh, yeah. so efficient at killing things. Hundred percent, you should be skinning if you're a hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the last last tip I'll give is, um, uh, if you end up on a quest to go kill like humanoids, mm. kill like three times as many as you think you need. Just just farm the crap out of them because they're gonna drop cloth, and everyone buys cloth. <laughs> Especially once you get like past wool. Once you get into silk and above, <laughs> farm humanoids. Yeah, that's a great idea. But and also, oh, I should make one other note here. I made a purchase this week that I kicked myself in the butt because I didn't know it existed. So. Do you guys remember in Warlords, there was a rare spawn thing that was like one of those big one-eyed uh, uh, troglodyte-looking, but giant-looking dudes that if you killed him, if you caught him during the spawn... Talk about the Gron? I think so. And then you could ride... There was a mount you could get, and you could ride that dude around. Oh, yeah. The, you yeah, got the I have Gron one. Now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I didn't know that there were... You could get the Gron on the auction house. This whole time, I didn't know. I just thought I missed out on it. Oh well, it's kind of like that. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a bind on equip. Yeah, it totally is, and I didn't know that. And they're also kind of cheap. That was five grand, half the money I got for my freaking weirdo uh, leather thing. And I saw that and went, "What? Wait, that's a what?" And now that's all I ride. It has to be new though. I you couldn't th- get it before when you well new as when, in when it was actually, I don't know. No new the fact I, that. The fact that you can get it, that it's not soul bound anymore. That's not a new thing. That was the case back in Warlords. Yeah, I think that was the whole thing. It was bind on equip. So you could pass it around. Yeah, because my my buddy got a second one, and that's how I got mine. He's like, oh, I got a second one. Here you go. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That probably worked out nice. But yeah, in this case, I was just like, I didn't even know. I didn't know. I don't go to the auction house very often. I don't look at this stuff. And so for the last two days, everybody who sees me walking around anywhere must think, oh, that guy sure likes his old Warlords mount that he's had for six years dude they're cool mounts they're bad ass man my orc cool up there looking. just looking like a badass orc on that thing they were a match well, made you love mad max and i mean you're basically master blaster at this point yeah your orc is this tiny little shitbird on top of this <laughs> gron it's fantastic i've been enjoying that although you got a lot of uh, uh low ceiling problems with that thing that's a bummer that mount yes it does not <laughs> clear a lot of doors no like not not even in torrent town where they've got the biggest doors in the in the business <clears throat> you, you're not you're not walking in anywhere with this thing oh speaking of which if you have uh mount uh what are they not mount accessories what's it called now where you put the you can give your mount the walk on water thing or you can give them the no days equipment. thing mount equipment equipment jeez how hard is I that to remember? Equipment. I actually <laughs> don't quote me on that. Okay, two things about that. Number one, I didn't know that if you replaced it, it destroyed the one you put in there. So just know that. A lot of people already did, but if you didn't know that, just be careful. Don't. If you buy a couple of them, you're like, oh, I'll just swap these out at will. I'll use this one when I'm running around. Don't want to get dazed. And I'll use this one when I'm on water. 
you'll destroy the one that's in there. It's like a, I don't know. I don't know what it's like. It just, it, it kills it. It destroys the other one. So if you're spending a bunch of money on those, just know that. Secondly, uh, when he's got the water one on, which I got pretty immediately, and I'm running around doing world quests in areas with water, it's still a little disconcerting to be on that giant freaking monster beast and have the sound of like, kakong, 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 while I'm out in the middle of the ocean. It's just very odd, making the sound and everything. And they don't put like little pat, they don't like the, the Death Knights leave a little white, uh, like a little snow patch for where they're, you know, walking on the water with that yeah, spell they have. Yeah. They don't do that with this equipment thing. So if you're out riding around on something that makes a lot of foot noise when it, when it hits the dirt normally, it's going to do that in the water. And it's a little bit of a weird immersion break thing that's very annoying. Uh, and also, if you get spotted by anything, you just sink and it sucks. So anyway, there's that. Uh, hey, we should talk about what's actually going on in the world of Warcraft in terms of uh, retail and classic. There's a lot of stuff happening this week. So patch two, 8.2.5 hit the PTR. And people are data mining. And there's a lot of stuff we don't know, though. But we do know this. And this is not a spoiler. There are two encrypted cinematics in the 8.2.5 PTR. Uh, we don't know what that is. But we know that one of them is six minutes long. And we know that this is probably the end of the war campaign. Uh, we know mm -hmm. that Sylvanas is on the splash screen. Uh, we know that there's te a text on that splash screen saying something like complete the war campaign or something. Um, so we don't know a whole lot about it. Others have pointed out that the um, some of the previous ones that we've had uh, recently are also that length. So it's possible these are those, but I doubt it. I think this is new new and final stuff. Um, so who knows? I actually, I actually am uh, more convinced than ever that we're going to get a full-blown, full-rendered Sylvanas-themed cinematic out of this uh that'll be using the assets from like the intro and the others that we've seen and it will involve thrall somehow like i don't know i just think they're not going to waste all that they got all the parts and pieces like make something super cool but six minutes she's gonna long, walk up yeah she's gonna walk up ice crown she's gonna kick bolvar in the crotch and take the hill <laughs> that's what's gonna happen okay well, down wait, he goes. will she kick him the hell and it'll be such a hard kick that the helm will fly off and and he'll go off cartoon style and just reach so up and grab it. So if I was it. going to, you know, design the choreography of this crotch kick, yeah, 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 she would kick him. It would knock the helmet off. It would go off screen above, you know, above your shot. Yeah. As he falls, she puts her hands up in a catching motion, and it just lands in her hands. <laughs> All right. That's how I would choreograph. I, I like it. I like it too. Wizard, I am available for hire. I love the instance, but I will gladly stop podcasting to come and uh, clearly design the greatest cinematic that has yet be made it sounds like quality just needs yep. just needs the right leadership yes. and i think you're the Dumb. guy yeah uh <laughs> anyway i do uh i do get excited about this part of the game and as much as some would say the story in the game because of the way it's de dealt to us it's hidden behind time gating it's hidden behind rep gating it's hidden behind a lot of that kind of stuff plus then the actual story is like there's this huge alliance uh, horde thing, and then, oh, we're over in jungle land, and you guys be in pirate land for a while, and now let's deal with all those individual conflicts. But maybe we'll get back to the bit. You know, like, there's that thing that happens in these expansions. That's definitely happening in BFA. But the thing I like about this I'm expansion... Really the sad that it is, by the way. I know. I'm I am, really too. Sad it's happening. I am, too. It's not my favorite way to for all this to go down. 
However, I understand the difficulty of not doing it, but yeah. Sure. However, though, uh, I don't know if I'm alone in this. My favorite part of this expansion, uh, there's lots of things I like. There's plenty of things I'm disappointed in, but the thing I like the most, I think, is the cinematics, both in game and out. I think that stuff has been stellar. It really adds to the experience. If anything, it supersedes the experience and they've gone a little too quality and made it too epic so that when you're like, whoa, look at this, now you're back to, oh, Wayne, I got to help trolls clean out this this blood hole or whatever it is, whatever quest I'm doing. Um, blood hole? Blood hole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just a... It's I mean, just it's a, a slot, but it's, it's basically a blood hole. It is kind um, of a blood hole in a lot of ways, but <laughs> there are numerous blood holes in the swamp. That I'll put it that way. Uh, yeah, I mean, I will. You will never hear me complain about too many Blizzard cinematics, so I am, I am, I am with you there. Yeah. Uh, it's just they're so cool. St- I, I mean, I'm, I'm on record so many episodes of this show saying I'm impatient with the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had to boil it down, it just feels like small potatoes mm-hmm. compared to Nazoth coming back. Like, why do we give a crap? Yeah, about uh, freaking the the pissing contest between Sylvanas and Anduin. Yeah, like I'm done. I'm over it. Let's wrap that up and fight an old god, please and thank you. And every time I go, that's, that's uh, the problem with every every game in history, though. Right? No, that's true. I mean, that has they all, especially MMOs. They just suffer from this. They have to tell the big singular story, but then they've got to fill it all in with a ton of other stuff to do that doesn't necessarily serve that. And it's yeah, but I think Le- I mean I'm just going to argue that I disagree, and Legion did it better. Uh, uh, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Legion certainly had its slow points, but I feel like narratively, most of BFA has been a slow point. I mean, I would have, I could have really gone for, imagine Legion with as well as it was sort of cohesive throughout, uh, both big and small. But imagine also they did, they went ahead and went with this full rendered out stuff as well. Like the the treatment they've given cinematics in this expansion, had that been applied to Legion as well, that would have been, woo. That would have been amazing. Would have been sick. I mean, we got some really good ones in Legion with the in-game engine. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, I would have loved to have seen that fully rendered. Like, oh, could you imagine Illidan? I I am my scars fully rendered out. Oh like, my gosh, dude. Oh my gosh. I I, I, I wish they would do it. That yeah. would have cracked my TV from fist pumping so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? That might be the single best line in any game ever. Yeah. It was great. Like it was something and you know, it worked it the whole came together in that game, in that expansion. It really like, did. Like, it, it, it was such an accomplishment because Illidan isn't even like close to my favorite Warcraft character. Mm-hmm. And in that moment he was. Yeah. No, he, he's so good. He he went from B tier. He's like Iron Man in the Marvel universe. Like no one cares about Iron Man until you do. And then oh, there's a lot of Illidan I mean, fanboys. Illidan was I, yeah, he has fans. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that my opinion is shared by a lot of people. I don't think it is. But but Illidan is not one of my one of my favorite. Characters. I always had trouble with his pants. That was my only big issue. Everything else is fine. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> it's just his pants. Nothing else. Everything is fine. He's great. He's just got these pants. I deeply can't... personal rabbit hole. Uh, two friends that I hang out with every weekend here, uh, Ben and Abby. If you listen to my other podcast, I reference them because they're like raging Star Wars fans, and they're the reason Katie and I got into into cocktails and why we're big cocktail nerds now yeah. um but we were talking we were hanging out at their place uh the other day talking about world of warcraft because they're like oh you're playing classic again because they used to play they don't play anymore mm-hmm. um and we got into this whole wow conversation and somehow illidan came up and abby goes i always hated his pants see 
It's not so, just me. It's hilarious that that's what you're bringing up. Because I'm with you. His pants are dumb. His pants are he, dumb. They've always <sighs> been dumb. Dumb. He looks like a hippie on campus that's trying to sell you bad weed. It's a bad design. It's just not it's the good. Worst. The rest of him's fine. He's cool. He's got big old bat wings and he's got all the tats and the, the horns and the whatnot and the, and the glowy eyes and the, and the freaking uh, handkerchief thing over the eyes and just looking like a total badass. And then, and then the pants. What are you doing? You need to make room for his hooves when he's in full on raging demon mode. Could you have? T- okay, <laughs> let's go back to Terminator Two. Could you picture Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie? He's all in leathers. Remember, he stole him from those bikers. He's got leather jacket, the leather pants, the boots. I love the idea of like someone that doesn't remember that the Terminator wears leather. Right. <laughs> Imagine that, though. You see, well, you know, there, the- there might be a few youngins in the audience <laughs> who haven't seen that. Movie. Yeah, there's some Gen Zers who have never seen that movie. But if <laughs> if you uh, if you picture that now, picture him in uh, a pink diaper, but with and, but everything else is there. The boot, he's got the boots, he's got the leather jacket, and then he's in a pink diaper. You don't have to go that far. We don't have to reduce it that far down. You can just say, imagine the Terminator in Illidan's stupid pants, <laughs> and and it's silly. He's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, I hate his pants. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Benjamin in, in the chat room says Illidan and his Dickies work pants should be today's episode title. They totally are, dude. Oh, they're bad. <laughs> anyway, no one ever had the guts to tell him he was he he was his pants. Um. All right. Let's see here. Uh, that should be the line. I am my pants. Yeah, that's a. I have my. They're like pedal pushers, man. Like he's out back doing freaking uh, some yard work. He's got to work on his daisies. Somebody get a little instance meme going with him screaming, and I am my pants. I think we have something there. All right. Uh, That line lends itself to to so much. Uh, You know, pants. Oh, I was going to go with something else that starts with P, which. Oh, my God, Scott. Can you do the frog pants frog with Illidan horns? Yeah, I totally do that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'll get on that. <laughs> uh, also, what P word, Patrick? What was it going to be? It, was, it wasn't Patrick. It oh, wasn't... it was going to be uh, pantaloons. Oh, pantaloons. That's yeah, right. Yes, I like that you resisted saying it because you know how fruity a word that is and how French it is to say pantaloons. That's why you didn't mm-hmm. say it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I get it. It's totally fine. Uh, all right. Hey, check this out. So uh, there's this new final destination button in the quest log. And no, it doesn't run the original movie called Final Destination when you press it. It shows you uh, your final destination of a quest if you plan your own routes. So you can toggle between this and show travel route buttons freely. So you don't have to live with that or have that on all the time. But if you're doing some kind of quest chain, quest lines, uh, daily, I I assume world quests are going to be like this too. You've now got this little arrow loop thing that you uh, you can toggle between that will show you your final destination which is kind of cool wait I'm, I'm not sure i understand it means the final destination for the quest chain or yeah so if you're doing if, well i don't know about ch- uh, chain's a good question they didn't get into that but if you are doing let's say you're doing a quest and it's not just come back to the same guy you talked to and and turn it in but it's actually way over here in a new little place you know especially in initial zone stuff you you'll do two or three for the people you meet and then you'll run down the road and there's eight more people with quests and then you, you know, you kind of just keep moving. And a lot of those quests finish at the next set of people. That's even true in vanilla in some cases, but they'll, they'll do that so that uh, to what, to what end or to what value? I don't know exactly yet until I use it. I, I, I think this is mostly to help with the 
like showing you a, a million portals to jump through, mm. uh, like island expedition turn-ins were big offenders of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so like I playing. It's, it's, it's like playing. It's like playing Eve online and having to take fifty stargates to get to a place. They there is a little of that in WoW. So, so you know your so final. It's like it, it shows you where you get the stuff you're supposed to get and mm-hmm. the place where you should bring it at the end. Yeah, I guess that's yes. What it would be. Okay, I, I can see that making sense. Yeah, whether it's useful for every quest or not is probably arguable, but uh, and also I one. So if just, you know you're gonna go to that place, then you see that there are like three quests you could be uh, uh, giving there, and so you do all of those before you get there. Right. I right. guess that's what it's for. And yeah. you you could yeah. say, well, you know, if, if this applies to every quest from level one up, then it's probably a, lo- a very blankety sort of application of this idea. I don't think this is just for new quests, so we'll see uh, how it goes. It's just a copy. Yeah, I think it would be a, a systems level change. This may have existed in mod form. I don't know. Maybe there was a mod. Mm-hmm. Well, mods have like you know, there's Tom Tom and stuff like that uh, that actually plan out your route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for it's the not best. like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's not what it is. I don't yeah, want I don't it know. to be that. It, I hate Tom. It's Tom. Just, there are literally quest turn-ins that would have you jump through like three portals when one portal would do, and this is fixing that. That's good. Because mm. uh, I notice a lot of optional te- text on stuff like, um, oh, for example, I had to go to Northrend this week because I didn't. This shows what happens when you, when you kind of fall asleep at the wheel and don't play for a chunk of time. I didn't know they did the Hattie thing for hunters where you could go now just get like three or four Hattie variations and put them in your stable. But you had to do this big Wait, quest with Thorum. And what? Do, do you know about this? <laughs> we- we talked about it on the show. I like, don't remember talking about it. I don't remember a thing about that damn thing. And so I suddenly see... Episode, I just think they remember this episode because Patrick wasn't here. Yeah. And so I added a bunch of patch spoilers into the episode. Oh, well, maybe, uh, see, that was, was I like, probably, I probably blew it off. I probably blew it off because what happened is there was a dude in Zandalar who was just like, hey, come here. And I went and did this quest. And I was like, I didn't even know this was in here. So I went all the way there. I did this <laughs> stuff with Thorum. But that was a good example. That was a very cool quest, by the way. It was very good. Um, that thing had me going to so many portals and flying so many places and doing so many freaking... I mean, they really make you go out of your way on some of those uh, just to travel, and it's a little annoying. So maybe this would help those? I don't know. Pretty we'll sure Northrend got a little weirder, too, after the great the great portal calling of 8.2. Yeah. It was fun um, to go there, though, though. Uh, to, I don't know. I've been there in a while, so it was nice to... You know. I'm glad you did it. I, 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 I saw, like, PTR footage of it. it it's a rad... It's a rad quest line. I haven't done it on my hunter, but my my original main, my night elf hunter, is not actually max level in retail. So, mm. yeah, it was cool. I don't even plan to use the Hattie mounts that much, and you can rename them, by the way. So, I think mine's Simon and Larry or something. Um, but, oh, like you gotta, gotta gotta keep it Hattie. I don't know, man. Gotta, it's like a it dog. Is, somebody that's like else renaming Pikachu and Pokemon. But think of it this way: What if Thorm was a real guy, uh, Mister Thorm down the road, and he owns a dog, and you're like, "Oh, you're getting rid of your dog, are you?" And he says, "Yeah, I can't take him anymore." Okay, we'll take him. I'm not going to keep calling him Butch. I'm going to call him Bruno or something new. I always do that if it's a dog I'm rescuing. Or yeah, something. but if your if your neighbor down the road is getting rid of a mythical creature. Uh, with centuries of lore, I think maybe you'll continue. That's like, oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna. Oh well, I adopted this three-headed dog, but I don't feel like calling him Cerberus. <laughs> I mean, I hate to admit it, but that's a really good point. So, 
I've done the. I guess I can rename him back to Hattie. <laughs> on the I other hand, to. yeah. On the other hand, having a, a Cerberus called Larry mm. is humorous. Yeah. So, so it's, it is on that. brand for Scott. I will give you that. Yeah, I like exactly. to name my pets. Scott super. adopted Cerberus. <laughs> he would name it Larry. Three three headed Bill is what I'd call him. That'd be fun. Anyway, uh, also recruiter friend is back, and some people are pissed. Um, now that's not saying. Of course much. they are. Well, this in particular though seems to have ruffled a bunch of classic players' feathers, and I don't understand why. So I'm looking for some some clarification here, either from the chat or from you guys, or maybe I'll just never understand this. But I've heard mostly from people who are who came back for classic and are mad that classic launched first and then this came out later, and. I don't think this has I don't think classic is at all affected by recruiter friend or if it is I don't I don't know. I mean basically recruiter friend is here come pay us 15 bucks. So maybe it does cuz it just default It, it absolutely included. does because you right. need yeah, a, an active course. sub to play classic. So then people are mad I guess that they didn't get to take advantage of the exact thing because yes. they joined okay so they joined classic before this deal if they would have if it would have been before that then they would have gotten it and they think it's a greedy move by Blizzard. The part that I don't understand is how it's a greedy move because Blizzard would have benefited from doing this before Classic. It just sounds like they screwed up on the timing and it's not them being greedy. No, they get they get the money of everyone that wants to come back first and then they're like, ooh, maybe other people will want to show up as well who will be convinced by this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if I was trying to make money, this is money. exactly how I would have staged it. Right. Yeah, they're saving money or, well, not saving money, but they're not... Giving people who would have come, who have already come back, the uh, added bonuses, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, I don't know. You might, you might be right. But if all you're coming back advantage? for is classic, why do you care anyway? I think all... the people that are mad are, are are at least mildly interested in both forms of the game. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Or or they want those sweet Reddit upvotes, and they're just getting angry because it's popular to get angry. <laughs> I mean, if they've if you've already bought, you know, a bunch of um, game time because you were like, oh, I'm coming back for classic, whatever, I'll I'll do it uh, this way and I'll buy it and whatever. And two weeks later, you're like, well, if you buy six months game time, you get this and this. It's it's like, but I just bought six months mm. like two days ago. What are you doing? Yeah, I could have gotten that promotion. That's how I, I, I do. To a degree, I, I get it. Like I, I kind of understand being a little salty about it. Well, um, are you even, hey, are you even more so because it, the stuff they're given with this thing are very Hearthstone related, like the skins and the stuffs, very explorers and all. Really, that. I just want the backpack. Yeah, um, it looks super cool and. I kind of oh, want the man, Indiana. I don't like agreeing with outrage, Scott, but you're baiting me into it. It's really cool. Why haven't we gotten uh, super dope, sweet back cosmetics other than a cape before this? Uh-huh. This is like our first one that's really cool and super unique. Yep. And if you don't have a friend that wants to play WoW and you can't <laughs> honestly get them, you can't actually do the recruiter friend. It's a lot of money to game the system to get it otherwise. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. It's seedy. It's a little seedy. Yeah, it is. But I could also see. I, I mean, don't. Do you guys I mean, say it could I don't be? Think it's, oh, go ahead, Patrick. I don't think it's it's seedy. That seems a little bit harsh. Uh, I don't think they're thinking, oh, we're gonna get tons of people to create a second account and give me give us more money that way. I think that's a very small minority of people who would actually. I've done do it that. twice. 
Yeah, but you're part of that small <laughs> I've gotten minority. my rocket and my Zevra yeah. doing exactly that. You're that guy, though. You're the guy you're I Patrick's describing. Guy. Yeah, totally. But these I, are. I am that guy. Yeah, it's so, I mean, it's it's so, let's see. I wouldn't care if, if this was the Alabaster Mount, if this was something I thought was creatively uh, void, I wouldn't care. Like the Alabaster Mounts, I think they look like butt, so I'd, I don't really give a crap that they're charging money for them. But I want the backpack, so now I'm salty. Yeah, they've created something I actually want, and uh, I really want that backpack too. I think of all of this, it's the backpack I want. That's really yes. rad. Look at that thing. It yeah, feels but like you know actually... what? There's never been a better time to multi box in classic. So you know what? Just go ahead, buy yourself a second account. Let's do this thing. That's true. Can I still do that and get away with that? Yes, absolutely. I ran into three multi boxers this week. Oh man, now you're yeah. tempting me with tempting temps. All right, I'm gonna think about that. To do to get the backpack? Yeah, I want that. I want all that stuff. I want that mount too, or the flying mount looks awesome. That glider plane thing. Uh, I don't care about the the camel much. Yeah, pretty much the backpack and the and the flight and the and the uh, mount are kind of my thing. It's also, I believe, anyway. the amount of time that is 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 so ridiculous because you have to sub for is it six months? Oh, good lord! Really? Well, then I'm just paying. You know what I wish Blizzard would do? Here's what I wish they would do. Oh, I'm sorry. If you want the rucksack, Scott, yeah, your recruit has to has to subscribe for eleven months. Oh, rucksack, more like sack. Get it? Yeah. I, I didn't swear, but yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, and twelve months gets you the explorer's attire. So twelve months to get everything. So yeah, that's a lot of that's, that's rough. Lot. It's yeah. a lot, yeah, right? Sorry, I. I had scanned this initially and uh, kind of was just like, oh, that's absurd and moved on. I didn't look at the actual like, this is really like point by point. Like get one thing for two months, one thing for three months, one thing for five months, yeah. all the way up to a full one year. Well, they're looking for retention. I mean, that's what they want out of this. So I don't blame them for trying to get the goal done that they actually do this for. But it doesn't do us much good. I mean, here's here's what I yeah, wish. Here's, I agree. It, Go ahead. It it feels a bit. I don't know. I mean, I understand the the commercial intent, um, but I agree. It feels a little bit. I'll revise my opinion. It feels a bit scummy. I'm I'm with Garrett. Like, oh, yes, look, if I win for twelve months. <laughs> like that's a long time. Twelve months is, it's a lot of money and it's a long time. And of course, you can say, well, it's only something you know if you genuinely want to play twelve months. It's it feels a little bit pay to not win because it's just cosmetic stuff, which mm -hmm. I usually have zero problem with. Mm -hmm. But here it's a little bit like uh, I, I think I'm the kind of person who can just brush it off and say, well, I don't I'm not going to get that cosmetics thing. Mm -hmm. So whatever. But I still understand the, the, the stinging nature of it. And usually I'm like, whatever, get over it. Yeah. So if it were me. <clears throat> Uh, or if I if I could go out my way, it would be this so that we have best of two worlds. They can do their little push to get new people in. And then when they do a new recruiter friend program, which turns over all the time, not all the time, but when they do, put this stuff up for me to either purchase or earn another way so that it wasn't the only way I could have gotten it. And it can be yeah. two times behind. I don't care. But like eventually I'd like it so that I could get this rucksack some other way. Like I want to buy it. That, that, that'd be cool. Like do another long, strange trip. It's been the kind of thing that will literally take you a year to complete. Right. I'd be okay with that. 
because I know yeah, I, I just want it eventually. I'd be fine having to earn it. Like that is a badass thing and very. Now it is. And- it is also worth mentioning that there's a kind of a cool ongoing reward system with this as well. Like if you're legitimately doing this as intended and recruiting a friend and they get hooked and they're playing wow and you're having a great time together if they go past the 12 month mark every three months you're going to get game time rewarded to your account for recruiting Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool yeah like i do i do want to point out the positive if i if i buy it then i play i pay for game time and I can get more game time, mm. so can I can. Get more, actually, you're not gonna come out of this ahead or break even, but yes, you're gonna but, get more game time. So I'm saving money by spending money. Yeah, no, that's how it no. works. You, can, no, I mean, if if you that's, if you're like that's me, what I heard. That's what you said, Gary. So <laughs> I'm losing my. Stop this. This is how my brain works. Every time I see a really cheap car on Facebook Marketplace that I want to buy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no 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 wait okay. before you wait i got a, a full stop right there can you get a car on facebook marketplace i didn't know that was a thing yes if you dude if you want like a two thousand dollar miata that is the place to go and really find it. wow yes all right i didn't know that had taken i didn't know it cars has taken were... over for craigslist as the place to go find really cheap vehicles well craigslist is still good if i want to go find uh three girls in, in a diaper or something weird like that right like they're 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 still into the weird pervy stuff I, I can do that. You, you know, I'm not going to kink shame you, Scott, but I do. I am concerned as to why that was the first place your brain went. Well, it, um, that's what Cra- Cra- Craigslist. In fact, I remember, was it last year, BlizzCon, or year before? There was that crazy listing that was just basically setting up the biggest orgy ever at BlizzCon, and they were trying to get all these people in on it. And I thought, man, Craigslist. Was it? Is- I didn't hear about this. Yeah, but that I just was assumed a- that's things that happen to the BlizzCon parties I'm not invited to. I mean, I one assumes all sorts of debauchery happens at every con. Yeah, with a lot of sweaty, unwashed people, but uh, none of it is my my scene. But I always think of Craigslist as that place now. I don't think of it as a place you go buy something. <laughs> That's just all you do now. Boy, uh, this, this went this went to a really sexy place really quickly. Um, uh, anyway, back to World of Warcraft. Very uh, yeah, unsexy. it's really expensive to get your backpack, everybody. And yeah, I'm a little bummed about it, but it is what it is. Like you said, it's cosmetics. It doesn't actually affect your gameplay, mm. but. Still, I really want that backpack. Yeah, I <laughs> do too. Hell? I really want it. Or an alternative to that one, just make another backpack that's, I don't know. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. That would be that would be good. I, I feel like the game, as much as they, you know, you're always got bags on you and you're always checking your bags for things, you never get to see your bags. Now we got a big old bag. Oh my gosh, my orc chucking around with that on his back? That's badass. Ah. Okay. Like you, you need that for your Mad Max transport. I like you absolutely need it. Need it is it. required, Sky. You have to spend. I think it like roughly comes out to like two hundred bucks. Is yeah. that what it ended? Yeah, with? something like that. Close to it. Oh. Uh that's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> some really expensive polygons right there, and it's probably about twelve polygons total. Um, um, hey, let's just abuse our power and say anybody that still listens to the show that's thinking about coming back, hit us up for that sweet recruiter friend. Yeah, please and thank you. Yeah, I did notice by the way, even though we, you know, we're not full classic all the time, our uh, our iTunes ranking has bumped considerably since classic launch. So. Another reason to like classic, I suppose, for some reason. Oh, you gentlemen are welcome. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks for playing the game. <laughs> we appreciate it. I got a quick email I want to read in the middle of this from uh, a listener named Gordon Liddy about classic in particular. He says, I feel that there was a huge missed opportunity with the launch of classic. Why not have the bronze dragon fight, uh, flight mess with the timeline again? Maybe they stop something simple from happening. The culling of Stratholme, for example. Uh, we could, or sorry, so we could have classic and even subsequent expansions, 
but with an alternate storyline. Just imagine an untainted Arthas on the throne in Stormwind, which would probably mean the Scourge is running amok. If Terminators and Avengers can F with the timeline, then let the Bronze Dragonflight give us what we were hoping Warlords was. Gordon Liddy. Not to be confused Okay, I'm going to nitpick the... this. You, you, something simple like the crux of most of the lore we all give a crap about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, um, I'm not so much with him on let's change the outcomes. I'm, but I am, I am now a little surprised that Blizzard didn't take the opportunity to, in the retail game, maybe even just out in the desert somewhere, have an event, and we all went there, and we could hear a little bit of that uh, stuff about the Bronze Dragonfly dicking with time freaking chromie out there poking her head where it doesn't belong a little piece of shit and then <laughs> and then find that out sounds like an, a, a, a full patch or even expansion it kind of does but, it, but just a short event just a little event that says and we've opened the gates to the old thing so go to your battle no, net launcher and launch it install it yeah yeah yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool if there was just straight up an in-game way to access Classic, that instead of it being its own client, you have to go out to the Caverns of Time, you do a quest, you walk through a portal, and poof, Classic. Yeah. No. It'd be kind of fun, but... Yeah. It's a cool idea, so. but I, I, yeah, you're right, and Patrick's right, there's no... Blizzard had very little reason, or look, they had no trouble getting people back, so it's not like they needed this extra push by spending that time, money, and and effort into tying it all together somehow. But um, it's an interesting email anyway. And it would I have been a good, it. like, even if they had just tied it into a, you know, a time walking for, for classics or for vanilla um, dungeons and raids, that would have been cool. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm, you're not, you're not nuts, Gordon Liddy. I think, yeah, it's, it's, there probably could have been a, a retail event to kind of, kind of, uh, especially if it was pre, if it was pre classic, because mm-hmm. if, if it's happening the same time as the launch, that's kind of, you know that's bad timing, but to have something happen in retail uh, with the Bronze Dragon Flight to kind of celebrate the upcoming release of Classic, I think that would have been cool. Yeah, be like the Gordon Liddy, not the not the one from the seventies or yeah the seventies that broke into the uh, Democratic National Convention and started Watergate. Not that guy, but this guy Gordon Liddy. Boy, that shows my age that I even know that. Oh, I was a baby then. Whatever. The instance at gmail.com is where he sent this email. So if you want to be like him, you can do it. The instance at gmail.com. Quick note, the classic servers are getting free character moves still, uh, and they have a current uh, run of that happening between the 11th, which was a couple days ago, and the 16th. So between now and then, uh, you will you can do free character moves, a uh, way to get yourselves off the high pop servers onto less queued up ones or however you want to do it. Ours is one of those, so Pagel definitely affected and uh, free if you want to do it. Uh, they have this huge yep. list, so go check it out. But don't, don't, don't start playing in the AM. Hit me up on Twitter at Garrett Art. There and let's go. run some dungeons together. Are you queuing in the morning <laughs> at all? Are there any queues for you? Are you good? No problem. Um, I haven't really run into one, but uh, I will say I'm not playing as hard as I was the first week. <laughs> ah, so I'm not playing in the evening as much as I was before. So I'm, I'm not logging on on peak hours. Um, I've been doing a more. I've been doing a my own morning stream, not to brand confuse anyone, but uh, <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. I have started a stream around 8 a.m. Eastern time, yeah. and I uh, I play classic until around 11 a.m. Um, and those so I've been kind of doing three hour chunks three days a week. Um, that being said, I, I have played every day this week. So yeah, if you're, not all of it was so if screen, anyone's but, between like 29 and 35 level, and is up in the morning, want to play, and you're on Pagel, there's a few caveats. There. And your alliance. And your alliance. What else? What other things we have to do? No, that's probably good. And you're not a raging 
jerk. And you're not, you're not an a-hole. Like, yeah, no a-holes. <laughs> yeah. No way. Not going to like start screaming in my ear about how much I hate what I make mm-hmm. and that I'm the worst thing that ever happened in the instance. What's, this, what's uh, the guy we used to talk about on the show all the time? And we, we made him up. Oh, douchebag Carl. Don't be douchebag Carl. Douchebag Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. be that I don't want to. I don't want any douchebag Carls. Now, if your character is named douchebag Carl and you are actually, in fact, a nice person, let's go play. Yeah, let's play, as the kids say on YouTube. All right, time for this. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to talk about the rest of what's happening around Blizzard. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but the key art is out for BlizzCon. I have a very specific, a uh, specific prediction about this key art. And I'm going to pull it up right now, and it's in the notes, so you guys can see it if you want. I'll put it up for the chat. Uh, the key... Whoa. Man, that thing is blown way out. All right, there we go. Uh, this is the key art for BlizzCon this year. And specifically, my theory goes like this. In 2014... Well, first of all, I'll tell you who's up here. We have a very prominently featured Tyrael, but in his mecha form. So, therefore, Heroes of the Storm being represented very highly there. I like that. Kyle referred to him on Into the Nexus as your ambassador, Mechaterial. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. And also very the Kyle thing. Ambassador for, for Heroes of the Storm. That's a very, that's a Kyle of shit thing to say, too, which I love. I thought it was interesting that they uh, they didn't do Kira or or uh, Orphea. Yeah. And instead they went for the the kind of the, the smashing together of IP and, mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot. And skin. Uh, it, it feels tactical to me. Mm, interesting. Okay. We'll have to follow that through and see how that goes. Then you got your your Hearthstone elf lady chucking cards around. Uh, below that, you have a, uh, bar- a barbarian from Diablo uh, right there in the center. I think that's actually a hint that we got up front and center Diablo news coming. Uh, and I, oh, you think? Yeah, I think that might be it. <laughs> and I also what a bold prediction. Side unrelated news: the Diablo show uh, is back. Everybody, so check that out on your wherever you get your podcast. Anyway, uh, then you got Sylvanas down there doing the the WoW thing. And over on the other side, you have Egon Stetman from StarCraft messing around with a tablet and doing some whatever. But that's your StarCraft representation. Co-op last night. Yeah, co-op commander currently, that guy. And mm-hmm. Tracer down in the middle. Now, in 2014, the key art was a similar layout. I don't think it was the same artist. But it looked complete. Like, oh, here's all the IPs. We're good. Good composition. Nothing else going in there. Nobody knew about Overwatch. They announced it, and suddenly you realize that that composition left room for Tracer, and boom, there she was. And all the art around the con changed from that moment forward on all the screens to also now include Tracer, because it was this thing we'd just been announced. I believe... Uh, 20, the 2014 art was um, was uh, not Tracer. It was Reaper. Well, Tracer oh, was in there. Was but Tracer Reaper in there? Oh, maybe like, they both showed Reaper up. Reaper was uh, like like center of the entire composition. He was the single largest character on the entire well, poster. It was one they did. It was one that they did where none of that showed up until they announced it, and then as soon as Metzen got off stage, all of the art changed to include uh, Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, if it, it, it was 2014 because it was. Um, that was yeah, the year, was, right? Uh, definitely Overwatch. And that's the year I left Blizzard, uh, so I remember that was it definitely. Right here, Scott, I'm sending you a link in the in the cha- in the Discord chat. Oh, let's see. Um, this is this is the complete key art for 2014, um, and I tried my damnedest to find the pre-announcement key art, uh, and I can't find it anywhere. But I'm pretty sure it was just a little, almost circular clump below Reaper. Like I think it was Nazebo, Arthas. Vala Uther. Yeah. Like that little this, heroes clump at the bottom. I don't think there was much else on display. 
And I, then the, I think the, you're right because they're because they didn't have all you know like there's I see Winston down there I see you know lots of stuff that definitely wasn't in there. Oh, there's even a Widowmaker kind of like really tiny on the left side. Yeah, it's very different. But the um, my memory was up on screen anyway in the actual event hall they had this thing change. So here's my theory. So back to my point. My theory is in this key art which chat you're looking at right now to the uh, I guess it's to Tracer's left, but our right. There is a... Because altogether, it's a good composition. But to her to her right, there uh, her left, rather, there is room for something to pop in. I don't know what it is. To the right of Tracer. To the right of... To the, sorry. To the right of Tracer, to her yeah, left, yes. It, it, it sure looks like you could fit another kind of Sylvanas-sized in place character and still have Stepman popping up. Yep. Um... I think so, you could do uh, it. I don't know. I they mean, also may have just been really having a lot of fun with the gesture line from Tracer kind of curving around <laughs> Stepman. They may have just been having a good time. You're not That's wrong. also very possible. You're not wrong about that. But also, it's important to remember that every single one of these images is layered in here and can be moved at will. These, this is not a complete painting. So uh, knowing that, knowing how that stuff gets made... I just feel like there's a little hint over here, just a little space for something. It's we'll see. It's definitely possible. Are those all new pieces of art, or yes, they... for this year? Yeah. Okay. They yeah. do it every year. Right. So same, yeah, so... yeah, no. But I I was wondering if maybe they made something with stuff they already had, so that the new one would be like completely new. I think... Like they would replace the entire key art. But I guess if they're oh, new, I see, yeah. No. Well, usually yeah. what they do is they'll have one, they'll pick an artist at Blizzard for that year, and they'll say, all right, we're right, you're on, in charge of the collage. And my understanding is, and this is how I'd do it if I were them, you do each uh, characterization individually. So, Well, not individually, but you're layering stuff so you can, this is all digital art, so you can move this stuff around at will. I yeah, because you'll, you'll see the key art repurpose all around the hall in oh, yeah, different configurations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, but, it, but it's, it's consistent because it's the same artist, right? So that makes it seem... Like a big cohesive single image, which is cool. But I just, I just think there's room down there, and I'm not saying what it is. I don't know. Mobile thing, freaking uh, some other project they haven't announced. I mean, it would have to, it would have to be a new IP, an entirely new IP, right? Right. Because it's they all of the like, existing IPs are be? represented. Yeah. Yeah. Why else? Why else would you be kind of like cagey? But I mean, you could be a new yeah. hero for okay. Overwatch. It could be a new class for Diablo Four. Mm-hmm. Or Diablo Forever, or whatever the hell it ends up being called. Right. Uh, what if it's just uh, Arthas it's on his so horse, cool. and it's like, hey, Warcraft Three is finally coming out with our redo. <laughs> you know, that's wow. actually a good point. There is no Warcraft, like, actually. Well, I mean, there's Sylvanas. Sylvanas. It could be. She's yeah, the representation. I mean, here. it could also. It would work in the composition. It would. The composition. The 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 key art also works as is, and there could be nothing. So both are. Possible. Both are possible. Can I just say I, I want like, like I really want a vanilla Sylvanas illustration in the style like her because she was a, a night elf model in classic. Oh right, yeah. Um, and she was basically wearing the robes of Arogal from Shadowfang Keep. Mm-hmm. Like that was the robes she was wearing. Sure. So let's give me a robes of Arogal Sylvanas rendered in the style. That's just because you're playing classic and you're in the mood for old stuff. I know what's going on there. I see how it is. Yes. Uh, let's see what else. Overwatch coming to Switch. It seems like a thing that should have already happened by now, but it's happening. Uh, Overwatch headed to and Switch. 30 frames of glory. 30 frames a second. <laughs> um, I think that's still pretty impressive that that game will play that well on that device, given 
you know, it's lack of power. But I well, I mean, we don't know how it will look, but yes, that's true. That's true. Like, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's significant because they they kind of mentioned it in a KG way a few months, maybe a year ago, mm. um, and Kaplan was like, oh, we would love to do it but it's not currently happening and it's technically challenging and blah 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 and yeah that's so i guess they were working on it mm. um it's i'm personally not a big uh uh overwatch on console person because i play mostly on pc and when you've gotten used to one of those things it's difficult to change um but if there's one console you're you're gonna play overwatch on then it's the portable one right mm -hmm. you can take it anywhere and mm -hmm. i think that makes that makes a lot of sense i do it, I, since I, it's a multiplayer only game uh you know you'll need wi-fi wherever you go and that sort of thing if you're playing that way and not plugged into a network um on a dock that's what whatever. i find weird about it because i i don't know about you guys i do not think of my switch as an internet uh, connected device i mean i do but i don't not in the sense that i do other <laughs> Like, I think of it as like, oh, I can get to the store if I need to, and I can download a thing if I need to, but I don't think of it as like real-time gaming online, for sure. Yeah, it's the last console I want to have any any anything to do with the internet, because Nintendo still doesn't understand how the internet works. This is all true, although I think that there are going to be a, a swath of, especially kids, who are going to love this idea and are going to get it, and I think 30 frames per second in portable mode on a Switch Lite is going to look great. You're not going to think about frame. I bet right in now. handheld mode, I think it's going to look fantastic. Yeah, I don't I, even think you're really going to notice. Yeah, um, if you're looking for that, go I mean, for it. The, so you know, that's the story of the Switch, right? It's always everything is cool because it's portable and you can take it anywhere. And yes, you yeah. sacrifice some fidelity, but mm -hmm. whatever. It's got other exactly. But, sure. I mean, it's an honest to god console, um, and it's cool that you can take it with you. Yeah, it's just it's for me personally, I, online only games on the Switch. It's yeah. it's. The, the farthest from my interest in why I play on that yeah. on that particular of, of Blizzard titles that are currently available on Switch, which is a whopping two. I would probably recommend Diablo three over this, but that's just because I'm right. gonna if I'm gonna play Overwatch, and you can play it offline, unlike the PC version. Right, you can play it offline. That's so. true. Uh, how's that Hearthstone single player deal? I haven't touched it. It's not out yet. Oh, I thought it was out. Not out next week. Oh, next All week. Right. All right. I thought it was this week for some yeah. reason. Um, the, the brawls, uh, in the lead, there's been two weeks of brawl lead up to it, uh, and they were fantastic. Last mm. week was like a little mini dungeon run, and it told a story, and you were getting the, the League of Explorers back together. Mm. It was really good. They did a great job with it. Wow. And then this week is a, is a Zephyrus uh, a brawl, and you, you should try it out, Scott. I think it really? kind of okay. blow your mind. I may hop in there. Uh, Heroes of the Storm, nothing really going on this week. Kind of quiet, but... Uh, no, yeah, it's a damn quiet week. Yeah, some patches. Developers were... have been really chatty in the subreddit. Yes, which I like. That gives me There's hope. A, they've been previewing a lot of reworks uh, just by replying to comments. Uh, there's a big Diva rework. It sounds like it's coming very soon. Because mm -hmm. they, they, they like unloaded a bunch of specifics last week about that. And Tassadar is uh, on is on the block for a major rework. And I think those... Re I, I talked about this a little bit on, on End of the Nexus last night. I think the reworks are going to come in before BlizzCon. I do too, yeah. Because I don't think a rework is the kind of thing you talk about at BlizzCon. You're not going to get new players talking about a rework because they don't know. Mm -hmm. They're not currently playing. No, they don't know. I And also, there's no reason not to. There's not like there's a professional league that they're running anymore where they have to worry about when they release re rework. So they can just do it. Just give us give us cool stuff that you're doing. And Tassadar's awesome. I don't know you, he always says. He's the best. I love him. Anyway, moving on. How about this? Diablo 3, nothing. Oh, StarCraft. 
uh, DSL report from Garrett. How's that going? Greatest esport in the world, boys. Watch it. <laughs> watch it. We're in the round of eight. Yeah. Round of eight. We're Whoa. getting growing to the semis. Whoa. The, I watched a 40-minute StarCraft game, a single game of StarCraft that went to 40 minutes. Mm. It's insane, Scott. What's the average? I don't even know an average game. Like 20? 20? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that sounds... like, if there's a rush, seven? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man, I... Uh, it's, I've been out for a long time as far as just keeping up with, with StarCraft. But this year, overall, I've, I've gotten back in. I started watching GSL Season 1 for this year because a bunch of my old favorites were back. Um, and, and Maru, this kid, he was, he was what, I think, 14 in GSL Season, like the first ever GSL season back in Wings of Liberty. Jeez. And he is now and arguably... now he's 53. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and now he is one of the, the greatest players in the history of StarCraft 2. Yeah. Uh, and it has been really cool watching him this year. Um, and he's he's doing well again. He fell off in season two. He, he won season one, which was his fourth GSL uh, championship in a row, hmm. which I think is the most GSL championships ever won by a single player. And they all happened back to back. Wow. That's like intense. he was just on a reign. It was ridiculous. And then in season two, he's out in the round of 32, just out. He, he gave all he had to give. But here in season three. He's back and he's doing well, and the games have been fantastic. Don't want to freak anyone out, but it appears to be a decent time to be in prof- into professional StarCraft Two. So check yeah, it. yeah, and, d- and don't don't quote my uh, my accolades there. I could be wrong. I don't know if maybe someone else ha- has as many victories as he does, but who knows? Pretty sure he's the record holder. They should call the f- the eight the the eight. What'd you call it? The hot hot eight round of eight. You called it. They should call it round the, of eight. They should call it the hateful eight if anyone gets trolly or mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, like the uh, movie, like the movie title. We would need angrier Korean players because oh. they're all very professional and yeah. they're known for their uh, professionalism. They don't get angry. Yes, you wouldn't want to see them when they're angry. Um, all right, that's it for uh, the wrap up around Blizzard, and that's going to do it for the show. Um, Patrick, I would like to throw it to you before we get out of here and ask what's happening on FrenchSpin.com because. As far as I'm concerned, it's the finest English slash French podcast network ever made. <laughs> well, you are very kind, good sir. I would say there are a few things happening. The main one for this this audience is probably um, Pixels, which is a gaming show where you can learn about lots of cool games uh, and gaming news. So there's that. And uh, if you speak French... Why don't you try checking out Le Rendez-vous Jeu or Le Rendez-vous Tech? You know how that's spelled because you are a French person and of high caliber and quality. <laughs> I, I I would spell it completely wrong. I get the la right, the la part. I can do well, that. The the thing is, you are in that description I just gave. Yeah. You are a high person, a person of high caliber and quality. You're just lacking the French part, I and must, that's why you yeah. couldn't spell it. Yeah. But you're still a, a highly qualitative person. You had me at I'm so. a high person. So nice job. You got me there. Uh, awesome. Uh, uh, also, <laughs> don't forget not Patrick on Twitter. Also, that's a fine follow for both French and English uh, followers and probably Finnish and Swedish and Japanese as well. Uh, hey, Garrett, what's going on over in your world? Uh, let's talk about Star Wars is back. If you want to hear Jenny Josephson, Tom Merritt, and myself talk about all things Star Wars, we just put up an episode all about Galaxy's Edge in Florida, which I was able to attend and spend far too much money on a lightsaber uh, while I was there. 
Uh, we also just recorded, it's not out yet. I will be getting it up very soon. We just recorded an episode about the recent Rise of Skywalker teaser, and there'll be an episode about the Mandalorian trailer coming after that. Nice. So go find that wherever podcasts are found. Other than that, uh, I would like to recommend you checking out my very early morning WoW streams, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, starting at 8 a.m., running till around 11 a.m. Eastern time. Come check, come hang out, check us out. Uh, if you're playing in the morning on Pagel and your Alliance, let's go do a dungeon. Yeah, go fight together. And Everything else that he moved out TV. Saul Azeroth. Did you know that Azerite is underneath you all this time? You just didn't know it in Classic? It's all there. There's a bunch of Azerite just below the surface. It just hasn't bubbled up to the top because nobody stabbed the planet yet. Did you know that? I, uh, I, I didn't. I, 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 you know what I frequently think of when I'm walking around on the surface of a planet is I wonder what MacGuffins are underneath me. <laughs> right. You never know. Deep down in that uh, polygonal world, there's, um, uh, there's underground stuff, too, like uh, caves you've never seen. There's whole other land masses. There's a place covered in mist. You guys just think it's a cloud right now, but really there's a bunch of, bunch of pandas on it. And you're going to go underneath Iron Forge. This is another Iron Forge that the developers didn't use, but also didn't remove from the game. Even better. Even better. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for watching, listening, and enjoying this right along with us. We'll be back next time with another show. And if you have any thoughts or feelings in the meantime, you can send us your emails to the instance at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instance Show, Scott Johnson, not Patrick Garrett Art. And if you want to find more shows like this, There's lots of it happening over at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, for Garrett, and for all of you. We'll see you next time. Calowack leaders put potential real estate deal on ice. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Our recent report about Uldum made us realize we should check in with other areas from past expansions, and our visit to Northrend uncovered another great story. While attention has been focused on the faction war, Trade Prince Gallywix has been attempting to buy the entire south coast of Northrend, from Borean Tundra to Howling Fjord. Speculation is he thinks there is Azerite under the icy waters offshore, and he is eager to exploit it. But his efforts have been rebuffed by the Kalawak tribes that inhabit the coast. Elder Kanani told ODN that reports from Tuscar merchants across the other continents all assess Gallywix as, quote, a vain, greedy dolt who has no honor and cares for nobody but himself. The goblin wants us to sell him our homes and put ourselves under his control. What sane individual would voluntarily give power to a vindictive idiot like him? Unquote. Frustrated by the Kalawak refusal to bargain, the trade prince made increasingly bizarre offers to sweeten the deal. He somehow became convinced that the Tuscar had grown tired of their seafood diet and promised them thousands of tons of leaves and vegetables from the goblin-controlled areas of Stranglethorn Vale. This disrespect for Tuscar culinary traditions was the last straw, and they sent the goblin negotiators packing. Their final message to Gallywix? No matter how much green you offer us, we will never give up our land. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Buxley now available in ruby red. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about dreams. Dear Buxley, what's the weirdest thing you've ever dreamed about? Ah, I remember it like it was yesterday, which is weird because it happened last Tuesday. Anyway, here's what happened. 
I think it's good to walk around here in Thunder Bluff, even if it is raining. I need a little perspective after hearing how hard it's going to be to kill Queen Ashara. I'm glad nothing weird could happen. Oh, no. A tornado? my weapon? Where's my armor? Hey, I think I, I, I think I see some people over there. Whoa, that's a long line. I mean, really long. I could be in that line for hours. And it seemed to me like several hours did pass, and I finally went through this weird portal, and all of a sudden I was standing in front of the first quest giver I ever met. And he had a quest for me. So I looked around, and Things were just too weird. I mean, I saw a lot of people I knew there, but they were all in very low-level armor. And I couldn't remember my spells. Everybody was running around and nobody was using their mounts. No one was flying. So I did what anybody would do. I found the biggest mountain I could find and I climbed all the way up it. It was really hard to get up there and I got right over to the edge and I looked over and there's like a giant snowstorm going on. I mean, it was like a huge blizzard. There were a lot of people working on something. I really couldn't tell what it was. And then one of them saw me, and he points up at me and says, Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. That freaked me out, so I, I backed up and I hit something. When I looked around, I was standing next to this mage. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Well, I freaked me out, and I didn't have any weapons or armor or spells or anything that I could remember, so I did what anybody would do. I pushed her down the hill, and she landed in some water and started screaming, and I yelled down to her, walk it off, because you need a bath anyway. I mean, her skin started to turn green. And the next thing I know, I hear this loud, booming voice saying, The server will shut down in five minutes for a quick reboot. Next thing I knew, I was waking up at Thunder Bluff again. I'm not sure where I was, but that was one weird place. I was glad to be back in Thunder Bluff because there's no place like home. Thanks for your question. He is Buxley, great and powerful. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.